Are you currently renting, but you'd like to become a homeowner? Well, in today's episode, we're gonna walk through that process step-by-step, answering all your questions along the way. Hello and welcome to the Homeowner Prep Podcast. I'm your host, Eric Alon, and this podcast was created to provide real-world advice and accountability for first-time homebuyers. We'll be interviewing industry experts, providing some how-tos, and talking with first-time homebuyers about their personal experiences. If that sounds interesting to you, please be sure to subscribe, and if you're watching on YouTube, be sure to hit the little bell to be notified when new episodes release. Now let's dive into today's episode. Hello, and thank you for joining another episode of Homeowner Prep. I really appreciate you checking us out and continuing to support the podcast as we continue to have an impact on lives, not only in our community, but world at large. So thank you very much for checking it out. Today's episode is going to be a deep dive. Um, You know, the biggest thing for me is that as we receive clients who are looking to transition from renting to owning, there are some typical questions that come up along the way. And although that process can be quite lengthy for some folks and quite short for others, we want to make sure that we're tackling these questions, answering them for you ahead of time. Um, so you know what to expect when you're transitioning from you know being a renter to being a homeowner. So we're going to tackle these. This is going to be a deep dive. And so I'm not going to put all of this information into just one episode. We'll break it out, making sure that you know we have some small steps that you can take along the way and getting the information that you can digest and, um, you know, breaking that into different episodes along the way. So that way it's easier for you to kind of put some things into motion. Our biggest thing for all of our clients is that, you know, we take action. You know, there's a lot of information out there. You know, when people say, hey, well, you know, I want to buy a house. Chances are you can Google that, right? You can find that information, but who's there to really break down each step? Who's there to prepare you for the next step? And who's there to answer the questions along the way? And that's really what we do with Homeowner Prep. If you're unfamiliar with who we are, you know, we're a free home readiness program for renters, uh, anybody who's an aspiring homeowner, you know, for first time home buyers to really get their foot in the door, get the keys to their first home. And so we actually walk with clients step by step, holding them accountable to the plans that we create, no matter where they're at. So like I mentioned, you know, some of our clients buy a home as quickly as 17 days beginning to end. Some take years and that's okay. You know, your timeline is your timeline, but ultimately we just ask that you are looking to buy, uh, you have a strong why, which we're gonna dive into, um, and that you're ready mentally and financially to become a homeowner. And so that's what we do with Homeowner Prep. Again, it's a free home readiness program. Anybody can join. Um, And it's really just an opportunity for those who want to become homeowners to take that first step. And so today, as we dive deep into exactly how to make that transition, the first thing that we always start with is a why. What is your why? Why do you want to become a homeowner? You know, we've done episodes before where we talked about this, but really, you know, you have to come to an understanding of, hey, this is what's going on in my life. This is where I'm at. This is why I need to become a homeowner. Maybe you're paying too much in taxes. Uh, Maybe you're living with a family member. You just got to get out. You know, whatever the case may be, you need a strong why that's going to push you and motivate you in times that become more challenging. You know, we're not going to sugarcoat it. You know, buying a home is not always a very smooth process. You know, there are things that come up, there's obstacles in the way, and if you don't have a strong enough why, you're gonna find yourself kind of 
taking a, a step back or putting things on you know the sideline while you kind of go about life and the truth is those who get the keys to their first home are those who can overcome obstacle after obstacle without losing that you know enthusiasm and that drive to keep going so that all starts with your why so if anything you know you get from this first episode as we talk about the transition from renting to owning I want you to write out your why and write it out you know I, I want you to see it I want you to know what that is and you, because you're gonna need to reference back to it throughout the process so start with your why the next question we often get is hey do I make enough money to buy a house and so with that question, you know, there's a couple of variables that come to the answering of that question. One, um, what type of home do you want to buy? You know, uh, do you make enough money to buy a mansion or do you make enough money to buy a condo? You know, um, do you make enough money on your job or do you have secondary or third sources of income? You know, and so when it comes to, you know, do I make enough money to buy a home? You really just have to look at what are all the sources of income coming in and how stable are they stability is the key you know if you have instable um, or instability in your income you know there's going to be chances of you falling behind and so the bank is not going to want to see that they want to see a consistent source of income coming in um, either every couple weeks every month whatever the case may be but they definitely want to see that money coming in Again, there can be multiple sources of income. Um, maybe you're getting disability income. Um, maybe you've served in our military and so you're getting a retirement check um, or disability. Um, and also, hey, maybe you know, you're divorced, you're getting some type of alimony, child support that's gonna continue on. Um, if you can provide proof of these sources of income, that can all be counted towards the income needed to buy your home. Now, income comes with debt. You know, the two and two are, are connected because when we qualify for buying a house, it's not necessarily how much you make, but it's how much you're keeping, how much of it, you know, you're, is actually going to be used to pay this new mortgage. And so the reason why I go back to talking about, you know, instability and in income is because one thing you can count on is your mortgage being due every month. <laughs> you know, so if your mortgage is due every month, uh, the bank wants to see that, hey, you have enough, what, what I consider cash flow to pay that mortgage. And so how do you figure out what is that cash flow? You look at your debt to income ratios. So your debt to income ratios, otherwise known as a DTI, is tied to that income because we don't wanna necessarily know how much you make. Yes, that's important, but we wanna know how much is already going out to debt. You know, if I make 10000 but 9000 of it is going out towards debt already, that's going to be a problem. You know, there's not much room to take on a new mortgage. And so when you think about your income, think about what are your debts? What things do you have that are due every month? Are they credit card bills, um, auto loans? A big one right now are student loans. You know, are they in deferment? We did an episode about, you know, buying a house with student loans. Um, you know, and how to calculate that payment because that will be factored into your debt to income ratio as well. And so depending on the type of loan that you have, some debt to income ratios go up to 50%, you know, with the with including the mortgage and everything. So, you know, hey, I make 10,000 with the mortgage and all my debts, you know, it's about $5,000 worth of, you know, obligations. And so you may qualify for that type of program. Some programs are, you know, 
43%, 38%. I mean, it just depends on the type of loan that you're going to use. Typically, first-time home buyers are going to use an FHA loan program. And so you want to look at about a 43% ratio there um, just to make sure that, you know, you got things under control. And that won't become a, a big problem down the road. So, you know, look at your income, but also look at your debt, you know, and, and take an, an, an honest look at that and say, okay, well, how much room do I still have left over? Typically, when you're applying to, you know, rent a place, let's say an apartment, they're looking at three times rent. You know, your income has to be three times the rent, you know, so it's basically about a 33%, you know, of what your income is. And so it's roughly about the same when it comes to buying a house. It's just that, you know, they want to factor in everything that's going to show up on your credit report where, you know, they may, with your, you know, getting approved for an apartment, they may not go that into that much detail. You know, they're just going to look at the income. Do you make three times? You're good. We're buying a house. They're going to say, okay, here's your income. Here are all your debts. And if we factor in this new mortgage payment for the type of home that you're buying, um, you know, do we have enough room, enough cash flow there to cover that? And so that's what they're going to look at. Trust me, when it comes to, hey, can I afford it? If the bank says you can afford it, you can afford it. You know, they're going to be a lot more strict on, you know, budget and, and your cash flow every month and figuring out if you can actually qualify to buy a house because at the end of the day, they're the ones holding the mortgage and they want to make sure that you're going to pay that mortgage off on time every time. And so they're definitely going to be more stringent on their qualifications. So again, if the bank says you're qualified, you're qualified. You can afford to buy a house. So that is something that you want to touch on. When it comes to debt, in order to figure out, you know, hey, what's showing up? You know, what are my obligations? You may know already, hey, these are the things that I have to pay. But it's always good to, you know, check your own credit report. See what's showing up there. I always say this is the pre-pre-approval. You know, a lot of people just want to talk to a loan officer, get pre-approved. But there's some things that you can do and look at before you even have that initial conversation. So, one, you can look at your, you know, pay stubs, W-2s. Um, you can look at your debts. You can pull your own credit. I always say um, check out MyFICO, which is a good source. I know a lot of people use, like, Credit Karma. You know, I've heard that those rates are slightly um, adjusted so that you can, you know, qualify for credit cards. Obviously, those are their partners and sponsors. Um, so just be mindful of that. What a lender pulls for your mortgage credit is going to be different than what a credit karma is going to pull. I found um, clients are much more closer to what the mortgage companies pull looking at my FICO. So, you know, look at my FICO, see what's popping up. You don't want any surprises. You don't want things to come up on your credit report that you didn't know about um, because the bank is going to have to use the credit report. So if there's some type of identity theft or if there is a credit line that shows up that's not yours and you need to challenge it and dispute it, it's going to take time to do so. So again, this is the pre-pre-approval. These are the things that you can do before actually having a conversation with a loan officer. And so that's really what I wanted to touch on. I want to touch on the basics and getting you started, answering a couple questions that are very, very common um, in this process because you need to understand, hey, I'm probably more qualified than I think. More often than not, I have conversations with um, aspiring home buyers who say, hey, I have a credit score of this. Am I qualified? And I'm like, you're well qualified. You know, <laughs> credit scores, you can buy a house at 580 right now. 
you know, and they're like, hey, they're struggling because they're like, hey, I only have a 700 or only have a 720. You know, trust me, you're fine. 580 credit score, you're able to buy a house. So things like that pop up. You know, again, you're probably more ready than you think. Um, but if you're unsure, you don't know, and you kind of just want to take a first step, visit us on our website at homeownerprep.com forward slash start. We can answer some questions for you. We can sit down with you and actually see where you're at, help you go through this pre-pre-approval, and then refer you to a loan officer so that you can get started if you're ready. Again, when people come to us, some are ready to go. Some are, are they have everything you know ready to go. They have all their finances in order, but some are gonna take a little bit longer to you know get things rolling. And so you really just wanna see where you're at. Again, you can visit our website at homeownerprep.com forward slash start and kind of take that first step. And also, if you have just some a general question that you wanna ask, feel free to reach out. A lot of our questions come via social media, so you can just send us a DM. You can always find us on all the social platforms, um, particularly Instagram at homeownerprep. And so if you have a question, definitely don't hesitate to reach out, get the ball rolling for you. If you need anything in the meantime, reach out to us. We'd love to answer your questions. I hope this information was valuable. Remember, we're going to break this up. You know, there's a lot of steps uh, in the process of transitioning from being a renter to being a homeowner. And so we want to tackle all those. We want to tackle the questions and we want to make sure that you're truly prepared to move forward. So hope this information was valuable for you. Look forward to providing some great information on the next episode. And until then, be blessed. I hope you got some value from today's episode. If you know someone who could benefit from hearing this show, be sure to share it with them. And if you're listening to the podcast, we'd love for you to drop us a review. We'd also love to hear from you if you have any questions. So reach out to us on Instagram at homeowner prep. Who knows? We may read your review and answer your question on one of our future shows.